So welcome to Biz Passion Voice. We're interviewing Diego Ruiz today, and his business is Day Glow Flow. So um, there's links and information in the description box on YouTube if you want to learn more. But Diego Ruiz is a breathwork, meditation, and tantra yoga teacher based out of California and the Southwest. He has been practicing teaching and facilitating transformative healing sessions all over the country for the past nine years. He specializes in healing deep trauma, body sculpting, and strengthening, and helping people with personal and spiritual breakthroughs. So welcome today to this wonderful day of biz passion and voice. Um, Thank so you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> you're welcome yeah so i'm so curious because i know that we've had a little bit of chance to talk but not a ton of uh talking about exactly what's going on in your business because there's it seems like a wide spectrum to me i'm sure there's a lot more than i can learn so um i would first like to find out like i think for most of us at least most of us that are doing a business, we're drawn to the people that we work with for specific reasons, just either how we are with them or, or, or who they are. And I'm just curious, like what, what kind of people are you drawn to for your business? Um, well, I'm drawn to a lot of different people, but I guess the people that are drawn to me are the people who are very ready for change. So a lot of people come to me when there's either a crisis in their life, right? Which is actually a blessing in a lot of ways, right? Things happen for a reason. Um, or when there's overwhelming evidence in their life that they need to get right with themselves, whether that's their spirit, their body, their business, their relationships. People come to me when they're like, okay, I really, really just want to upgrade. And when they're ready for a total upgrade, that's, those are the kind of people who come to me. Um, yeah, I've worked with 16-year-olds all the way to 65-year-olds. So there's, there's really no um, specific demographic. But yeah. people who are drawn to my work are people who are very passionate. Um, people who have a sense that they're capable of more. Um, yeah, people who really just have a lot of love for themselves or maybe are looking for more love for themselves and for, for their others. Uh, for the relationships, for their for their business, for their passion projects. Um, the kind of medicine, the kind of work we do just helps to increase a lot of love and a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of clarity for whatever it is they're doing, whether it's personal, relational, professional, artistic. It's, it's, it's really deep work and it, it works across all levels. Yes, yes. I, I recognize so much of what I do in there. So I, I feel you on all of that. Um, it's, it's no respective of persons, but just the, where they are in their journey and what they want to realize more of. That's what it sounds like to me. So, so yeah, it's beautiful. I know that when I was starting this work, and at least in this way, because, you know, there's the traditional way of kind of doing what I, I think that we do, and there's, there's kind of how we do it, right? <laughs> it's a little different um, when you're combining all those things for the, the outcome of a, of a more realized life in total, not just in the work that we're doing in that moment. Um, 
can you tell me a little bit about how you even started um, marrying all of these wonderful works and tools and um, using them for your client's benefit? Uh, yeah, do you want to hear like my story, like how I started? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Sure. Okay, well, let's, let's dive into that. So um, if we go way back, I, um, you know, born here in America and I, as a kid, always had so much energy, right? Like I was diagnosed with severe ADD. Um, I don't even know if that's a real thing, but we say it's a real thing, right? I had, the point is I had a lot of energy and I didn't know what to do with it, right? I think a lot of kids who have this energy are either drugged or they're misdiagnosed. And I was both, you know, I wanted something to help remedy. And so I could just focus, so I could just function normally. Right? Mm. couldn't focus in school, was never good in school. Um, I was homeschooled. So I was a little socially awkward. Right. Um, I love being homeschooled, but when it came to the real world, it was, it was very difficult for me to adjust to social life. And, mm. you know, because this energy that I had was misdiagnosed and misdirected and misinterpreted by everyone around me, um, I began to fall into some really bad habits. Right? I began abusing you know, substances and abusing myself, abusing relationships. And this happened all throughout my teens. And you know, I just really didn't understand why I had so much desire and so much energy. And it was just like extra, right? There's just so much extra energy. And, you know, I was, I was killing myself, you know, I was really going down a really destructive path. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't, I was in university at the time and I just wasn't healthy. I was, you know, um, just not a good place. And it was through some very positive influences in my, uh, in my fraternity and some of, some of the strong males that I, that I knew, I saw them becoming prominent figures on campus and just leaders and role models and you know I decided to myself I was like I want that I have so much to offer the world I want to be a positive influence not a destructive influence I don't want to be sucking energy I want to be giving energy and it was in that moment I decided to do something really drastic I was like I'm going to train for an amateur boxing match right I've never fought in my life I used to wrestle when I was younger but I've never done something like that for myself. My parents put me in sports, but this was something I did on my own, right? And, you know, when you're, when you're if, if you know anything about martial arts or about, you know, competitive sports, you can't be all messed up, right? You can't be uh, um, under the influence. You, you have to be disciplined. You have to be very healthy. So immediately I started training every day, you know, 5 a.m., hitting the gym, uh, cut out all substances, cold turkey, and, um, Long story short, I did really, really well. I, I completely pulled myself out of this hole of abuse and addiction through this process. And um, I did this, this fight and I did really well. It was some of the hardest I've ever worked in my life. It was also some of the most painful, uh, one of the most painful processes of my life. But, you know, I came out a new person. And it was in that space, right, that I was kind of in this void of creation. And, like, there was really nothing that I couldn't do because I was healthy. I was clear and I was kind of in limbo. I didn't really know um, what to do next. You know, how you feel after you achieve a goal. It's kind of like, now what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was in that space where one of my brothers at the time, who is a dear friend of mine who uh, left university to go to California and study Tantra yoga. 
he had returned to Albuquerque, which is where I grew up. And um, he was facilitating, he was teaching. And one of my brothers brought me to him and we, you know, he said, let's do a yoga class. And I was like, you know, I've never done yoga. I'm down to try it. I've done crazier stuff. So I thought we were going to a studio, right? We pull up to a trailer park. <laughs> I was like, nice. what are we doing here? Yeah. And uh, it was just, it was his house, right? We went into his house. So it was just me and him and uh, our facilitator, right? So it was just us three. And we did tantric breathing. You know, I didn't know what yoga was. I had just seen like the cheesy stuff on YouTube, you know, people doing poses. <laughs> I didn't yeah. expect. So we did about 20, 30 minutes of tantric breathing. And Monifa, I can't even really explain in words what happened, but I'm gonna do my best. Um, my brain just exploded with potential. My body was surging with energy and I felt like I had to come home to something, you know? Um, nice. I can't explain why it was so familiar, but it was so familiar. And that feeling was so, so wonderful that I was hooked, right? And I yeah. told Arjuna, Arjuna my, my, uh, my mentor and friend at the time, you know, let's do this every day. So we went on a binge, you know, a month, two months, every day practicing, and it was a month after I learned what it was that I started teaching myself because it was so familiar. So a month after I was you know, introduced to these practices, I started teaching people, having clients over, teaching classes. And that was nine years ago, and I haven't missed a day of wow. practice. Wow. So throughout those nine years, yeah, throughout that time, I've uh, been introduced to a lot of things, you know, like Reiki, like Ashtanga, you know, Asana, um, sound healing all sorts of different kinds of meditation. Uh, I started, you know, break dancing and like, I just all, I just became obsessed with movement, but from a very conscious place, right? I realized that these bodies are sacred and, you know, we have them for a reason. We can realize divinity through the flesh. And every time I move, every time I engage in exercise, every time I dance, every time I breathe, it reminds me of that sacredness. And it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it's so beautiful that I'm obsessed with sharing it. You know, my greatest fulfillment comes from teaching and from learning and from teaching what I learn. So, you know, as soon as I learn something new, I just, I can't wait to share it with people. So um, there's a lot of Capricorn in me, <laughs> five or six or seven planets in Capricorn. Wow. And so I'm a natural teacher, like teaching is, is like part of me. So, um, yeah, just combining all these modalities and seeing how they work, first of all, in my system, how they work to benefit me. And then if it works for me, then I'm like, this must work for other people. And so far it has. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That the experience that you've had is what that leads you to the process with others. And again, it just reminds me so much of how my work happens as well. Um, for me, though, it was like a very, it was, it was a long stretch for me about sharing it with others because I wasn't sure how they would take it. I wasn't sure, you know, um, what, what the response would be or if there would be a response, like if people would just be like, eh, avoid the crazy lady, right? So, <laughs> so I, uh, for me, what I'm seeing in you is that you're just so passionate. It wasn't even a question whether you were going to even share it or not. Beautiful. I yeah, it was, it. it was more like, a, you know, 
people say, how did you find yoga? I'm like, I didn't find it. Like it found me. Like it literally, like I'm from a specific lineage and, you know, we can get as esoteric as we want, but I believe that there's certain powers that choose people to facilitate certain practices. And I believe that this practice literally reached out and like snatched me up and was like, we want you to like be beautiful embody this. So it found me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I I do think so. Um, whether powers by that be, or whether our our own makeup and how we come into the world, it's um, very evident um, what we're made for. You know, and yes. you know, it's, and and great work or you know, inspiration and um, the tools that we're using are are meant for clear channels. So as soon as like like you said, as soon as you got that clear that clarity and um, just wholeness of, of being then it was clear for you to come for it to come in so i love that story it's so indicative of what's possible when we get single-minded about something as well which is a capricorn trait so if you're capricorn lucky you guys like i know it can feel torturous sometimes but when you do get it like it, once you've you've you put that focus on there you have every ability to bring that thing in um pretty quickly it sounds like how long was that training period before your the initial one yeah oh um it was a few months i think it was four or five months yeah so it was just like constant you know training every day detoxing clearing strengthening it was horrible <laughs> it was horrible. i'm not a fighter man i'm a lover i had to wake up every day and run until i felt like throwing up just so I can sit in the ring and have someone try to kill me. Right. And you know what I mean? And I had yeah. to, like, I hitting someone even more than getting hit. Getting hit really hurt. Really hurt. <laughs> but uh, I manned up, man, and I did really well. And I, I yeah. fast. So I'm proud yeah. of Yeah. Yeah, but it's in those extremes where you find yourself. So you're just like, okay, this is what I'm not doing for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, so. man. But yeah, but your determination, it got you through it. I love it. Um, and yeah, and when you have all that energy to spend, it's nice to have something to spend it on and that kind of clarity um, of purpose, you know, um, which I'm sure people want more of. So um, if you are looking for Diego, make sure that you check out the description under the video so that you can get his link um, to his website. And then we're also gonna talk about something pretty cool that's coming up with, that he wants to share with you. Um, so, so I think we, your, your story covers a lot of this, but like, cause I was gonna ask, um, how did you know that your, your business was needed and, and just part of the plan? I hear the passion was, was really like, okay, yeah, whether it's needed or not, I know it's useful, right? But um, I want to hear more about part of the plan because I want to hear a little bit of that lineage information and um, why it makes sense for you. So I, I guess I don't understand the question. So you want to know, so, yeah, restate Yeah, that. so how you're how your lineage plays a role for you and knowing that this is the work you're here to do on the planet. Sure. Sure. Okay. So if we want to go that deep, um, so <laughs> Tantra, is, yes, yes, I'm glad. Um, so Tantra is an umbrella term, right? So there's thousands and thousands of different sects of yoga um, to my knowledge. And I'm not knowledgeable in all of them, obviously, but 
Tantra is a spectrum, right? So there's different kinds of Tantra and it can be broken up essentially into two categories. There's right-handed Tantra and left-handed Tantra, right? Mm -hmm. So right-handed Tantra is like a very, it's a very, I don't want to say vanilla because that's not the right term, but it's very like, like purifying. Like they don't, consume any substances they don't engage in sexual practices they don't they're very like no they're very like okay we're gonna we're gonna resist and refrain from indulging in certain things in order to stay pure the left-handed practices say yes to everything they realize that everything on this planet and in this universe is sacred and it can be used as medicine or as poison right just like you know Alcohol isn't evil. It's how you use alcohol, right? Food isn't evil. Food gives you life, but you can abuse food and it becomes an evil. It becomes a vice, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm part of the left-handed sect, right? Where we say yes, right? We acknowledge everything as divine. And it's through the senses that we awaken, right? So a lot of yoga teaches you to block out senses, right? block out everything, block out desire, block out sexual drive, block out everything. And through that um, abstinence, you can reach divinity. Right? Tantra kind of like, like left-handed Tantra kind of like laughs at that. It's like, look, we were given this wonderful sensory experience. Why would you say no to that? Let's use the sensory experience as a way to break through reality, right? So Tantra uses a lot of pleasure right? It also uses pain, right? I think every, everything requires a little bit of pain in order to break through, right? But Tantra uses a lot of pleasure and it uses a lot of sensory experience. So it's really about getting to know your body, getting to know yourself because through the flesh, you can achieve divinity, right? Mm. So that's my particular lineage. My lineage is Sri Vidya, right? Which is a very um, powerful and long uh, uh, ancient sect of left-handed Tantra. And um, it's through those, through that lineage that, you know, I was initiated into these practices and it's changed my life. You know, beautiful, it's, beautiful. it's really refreshing to know that you can say yes to life, right? It's the yes right. method saying yes to life, well, but with discipline, right? You can't yes, just, it's not hedonism. Awareness. Right. It's with awareness, right? it's not yeah. hedonism. It's, it's indulging with awareness, right? Which is like, extremely refreshing because i think a lot of people and you know you asked me earlier what kind of people are drawn to you a lot of people that are drawn to this particular kind of work are the addicts right the the crazies the ones who like have so much energy and they're, they're they feel trapped because there's all this available to them and they don't know they can't say yes to it because you know they're they're they're, they're completely sober or they're on this program that, that prevents them from like having an outlet right. tantra teaches that you can have balance you can have balance you know what i mean it's just about yeah. redirecting the energy in a way that gives you power instead of drains your power beautiful yeah so. yeah uh, a lot of uh, i find that a lot of my work is too is kind of refuting that idea that there's there's um there's only extreme of one way that you can do something number one um but also that the tools to make what you want to happen are already already around you like if you if you if you wanted like the way to make it happen is is available and so when we really pay attention 
to what's available to say yes to, then we can set an intention around it, create awareness around it and make it happen, you know? Um, but it's nice to have a guide who's been there, done that, I'm sure for especially um, people that just get so much information that it gets overwhelming and um, we make wrong choices or um, difficult choices because of it. Um, so I always like to say that um, the world is changing, you know? I think it's obvious now, but when I started saying it, like it wasn't as, <laughs> wasn't as obvious before. Overwhelming I was, obvious. I felt, I felt like I was just talking <laughs> and people were just like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, change, yeah. Um, and now <laughs> it's like, no, things are being disrupted. Like, yeah, um, and then it's like, well, duh. Have you been outside lately? Probably not. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm curious about your take on, on what's changing in the world. For me, um, it's been this realization of, of the feminine that has um, yeah. amplified a, a divine masculine, not, uh, and, and pretty much is, is like saying no to the other right? <laughs> uh, saying no to the other. And um, so I'm curious as to what you're thinking about this kind of thing and how you've, how you've um, associated your language to it, I guess, like how you talk about it. So the change is happening. Yeah, there's so much. And you know, I, I don't update myself too frequently on current events. I think a lot of the ways that current events are portrayed are very toxic and draining. So I don't update myself too frequently in that way, but I can feel things, right? I can feel collective shifts and energies and um, often not the most pleasant ways. But to sum it up, I think people are just waking up. There's just a higher frequency that's, that's, that's coming up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, where we're moving into an age where three-dimensional thinking is no longer what is needed and is no longer serving us, right? We're breaking through past into new dimensions. And there's scientific evidence now that we're all connected. We are vibrations, right? We are emotions and feel like we are 99% wave, 1% particle, right? Mm -hmm. the 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 third dimension the three-dimensional world focuses on that one percent right so there's a the 99 percent of what you are is energy right yeah and people are starting to wake up to that realization right yeah um so yeah and you mentioned the, the divine feminine you know there's there's i think it's no secret that the rise of feminine uh, divine femininity is making a comeback right for the past two thousand years it's been patriarchal, which, you know, has its good and its bad, definitely a lot of bad, but, and it's really not about smashing the patriarchy. That's not what it's about. It's about balance, right? And you can see it, prominent women in media, prominent women in Hollywood, prominent women in politics, you know, feminine energy is mysticism. It's magic. It's nurturing. It's all encompassing, right? Yeah. You see more and more men starting to embrace that feminine side. You see a lot more men in yoga classes. It used to be 99% women you see a lot more men doing meditation and, you know, just really um, learning how to let go and receive instead of work, work, work. Right. So I, I've particularly uh, um, in myself, I've seen this, right. Getting rid of toxic 
masculine patterns of just needing to work all the time and needing to output, needing to output and align myself energy to receive. That's a very feminine trait, right? Right, right. Tantra is a goddess worshiping sect. So it embodies femininity as its essence. And it's through that balance that my life has been able to flourish so much. Um, so to answer your question, the change that, that I'm seeing is just more balance, right? right? It's just been nonstop, like pummeling forward, conquering the lands. You know, the Spaniards just went forward and they conquered. And like, that's a very masculine thing, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, to the detriment of a lot of, a lot of beautiful cultures. And what's happening now is people are waking up. Like we can't, we can't destroy the earth anymore. We can't mine oil you know, from these places that need it. We can't just like farm all this. Uh, uh, we can't destroy the oceans. You know what I mean? Like people are starting to realize that the earth is the mother. You know what I mean? And just that realization itself is bringing the world and humanity into a lot more balance. Mm -hmm. So that's the shift that I see. And it's, it's really exciting. And good it's always super wins. exciting. It's super exciting. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of us don't understand what disruption or, or even pain, right? We talked about pain when it comes to transformation, um, how important it is in the, in quick work, right? I think um, there's a way that you can go slowly, but when there's massive change needed quickly, then you're going to hit upon disruption. It's just a, a reality of the transformation. Yeah, and I want to touch on that. I'm so glad you said when you want change quickly. So the reason Tantra is so relevant nowadays, they say that different practices embody different elements. Tantra is literally fire. Right? It's the fire element. Now, if you think about it, which element transforms matter the quickest? Hmm. Which, which element? I'd have to, I'd have to say fire. Yeah. Fire. Fastest, right? you take fire. Take a piece of paper, you stick it in water, it's going to take a long time for it to dissolve. Yeah. Stick it in the sand. We'll, might we'll never get around to it. My, I'm, I'm water. We'll get around to it. <laughs> It'll water. be done, though. It'll be done well. It'll be done. <laughs> yes, but my point is the Tantra is literally fire, right? So you use these practices to build heat. We call it tapas, heat, internal heat. And that heat purifies, right? It's like putting something in the mm. oven, you know, baking it, getting it strong, yeah. burning off all the impurities, and now it's reborn anew, right? Like, and <sighs> the reason it's so relevant is because, you know, people need results fast now because there's so much happening. You know, we have technology, we have this instant gratification. Like, Tantra literally works so quickly. Like, it, it t cuts you through all the bullshit and it takes you to your, to your, uh, your weaknesses and your trauma and mm. your your limitations and it burns through that right yeah with the yeah. power of love tantra is really the science of love and love burns through it's the universal solvent and it burns through any impurities any blockages any hard shells that people have and you know what people are really craving right now is connection people need connection they say we're more connected than ever through technology but a lot of people don't under, we don't we don't know what technology is doing to us we're just starting yeah. to understand right yeah, so yeah there's a reason that depression is at a sky high suicide rates are at a sky high divorce rates are at a sky high people don't feel connected oh and my these gosh. practices teach you how to connect to yourself right and when you're connected to yourself you are immediately connected to the greater whole yes for sure for sure 
Ah, that is so real. And um, I just want to emphasize that because it is that work, that work of connection that's going to get you connected, that connection to yourself first is what matters so that you can connect in a healthy and relevant way to the outside world. And so, yeah, so I think so much that, and we've been talking, um, friends and clients, um, we've been talking so much about how um, a lot of the ills that are happening to um, the way we treat other cultures, from from the way we treat other cultures to how we treat ourselves, to um, how we treat the earth, all of it is this not understanding how connected we are. And so when we start talking about what, it, what connection really is and what it actually feels like, we can start getting rid of these crazy things like addictions, um, this, like this, these lives of extremes and so on and so forth. So it's such a reality. I love hearing it um, coming from another source <laughs> that, that that connection is the vital um, way forward, you know? And it's the immediate it's the only reality, way. right? Because if you can't embody it, then you can't, um, can't, you can't create anything lasting in any case either. So as, as, as much as there's that, the quickness is also the, we want the change to stick around as well. So, and then when you have a practice of that, then that's when things can start being realized over a long period of time. We can start building on that, which is a great combination to think of it, like for you to be a lot of Capricorn energy and work with a, a fire resource or a tool. Um, you have that stability of, for the long term and the, and the, um, the desire for ultimate realization and the quickness of, of results. So that's, that's beautiful. It's a beautiful makeup you got there. <laughs> yes. So. I love it. I love it. There was one other thing I was thinking to mention of, of having the discussion around, oh, that's a discussion around breath, because I realized that there's a lot of breath practice married with yoga. Um, when I first started, my company it was called Singing as a Practice, but nobody understood what I was talking about. <laughs> It's a long time ago. It's got to go. It's probably going on ten years. Um, it was like about ten years ago, and it was still a time where like, hmm, what does that even mean? Like, no, that there's not as many people doing yoga. There's not as many people talking about practice. Um, but I'd like to you to speak on your breath practice a little bit, and um, and then if it's relevant for you, how voice has played a role in what you do and what what you you want to realize on a daily basis yeah thank you um well breath literally is my medicine right so obviously everybody breathes right the first thing that happens when you enter this world is an inhale right <clears throat> the last thing that happens when you leave this world is what an exhale mm -hmm. so that in itself tells you a lot about what it means to be human, right? So yogis would say man's life or woman's life is not measured by the number of breaths he or she takes, is not measured by his days, it's measured by the number of breaths he or she takes, right? So the yogis believe by extending and being conscious of the breath, 
you can control and extend the life, right? So breath literally is energy. It literally is the spirit, right? You've, you've heard the term mind, body, spirit, right? Yeah. In order to <clears throat> have a complete yoga practice, in order to have any yoga practice, right? You need all three elements. You need, you know, the physical, you need the, which is the visualization, the, the concentration, the pratyahara, um, and then the third is spirit, which is the breathing, right? Now, breath literally is what converted me, right? I told you my story earlier. We didn't do warrior one. We didn't do headstands, right? We sat there and we, and we moved the breath and we moved the energy and we expanded pranayama. Pranayama literally means to expand and to direct prana or energy or life force. So we literally went in and manipulated the life force and in such a way that removed something and like revealed something to me. So breath literally is what hooked me. So, you know, I was like, and breath work is one of the most explosive. You want to, you want to talk about quick results, right? Breath is one of the quickest ways to really like change. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling, if you can't sleep, if you're depressed, you come to your breath for 60 seconds, five minutes, that's nothing, right? Anybody can invest five minutes, 10 minutes of their day to breathe and literally change their energy. Talk right. about a life hack, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, I turn to my breath all day, every day. I'm always aware of what's happening with the breath because that's literally your psychology. If, you're, if your um, heartbeat is too fast, your mind is racing, you can hack that by controlling the breath, right? We, we can't always control what's going on inside, you know, the brain patterns and the, the, the digestion, but we can control the breathing. It's voluntary, yep. right? Yep. And because you can control that, you can then in turn uh, um, change your state, right? There's a, a, a really prominent nerve called the vagus nerve, right? Which runs from here, I'm sure you know about this, right? Vagus means wandering. It's Latin for wandering. They call it that because it literally wanders up into the head and down through the whole body and it's connected to every major organ, your brain, your liver, your stomach, like your whole body is connected to this vagus nerve. It's the energetic highway. When you breathe consciously, you're literally affecting every single major organ just by doing this. Yeah. I just sent positive energy to my whole body, right? In one breath. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how does this tie into, how does this tie into singing, right? Singing is so powerful, right? Um, some of the most wonderful feelings and most active, most connected I've ever felt in my life have been after doing vocal training exercises. It's just, my brain is just blasted with energy. I'm like, what is this? I just went, you know what I mean? For like right, right. 10 minutes. And I'm like, so activated. Yeah. So yeah. singing and voice is just, uh, it's, 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 it's a life hack. It really is a life hack. And um, I use it every day. Yes, yes. Same, same. And yeah, that's where I start. Again, I was just telling you, we um, did a little um, centering before we started. And um, what did you call it? I don't want to use the wrong term. Um, but when yes, we started with the breath work, um, and it's like, it was so similar to my, my number one exercise, which I have like four um, starting exercises that I, I give to everybody. And, um, and that number one is that breath. It's just breathing out. Um, 
And, and that's how I connect. Like if I'm getting wonky on my third meeting of Zoom for the day and like I'm absorbing a ton of information or I'm giving a ton of information, um, the way I recenter, reground is through that breath, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I'm creating a space, if I'm working on reinvigorating my energy so that I can go into the next thing um, or lead the next space, then I, I start with my breath. I breathe out and then I breathe in and, and get that energy back into my body. I start with the breath out because um, we all think we know how to breathe. <laughs> So I get, I allow the body to, to exhaust itself with the breath first and then get that, get that natural reaction of the body just refilling and getting back to, its, to a good level of breath um, so that people can start getting more aware of that, that work that happens in the body. So I love that you're on board with that. And then I love to say that the next part, the voice is just the tuning fork of the body. So you get not only that amazing... I uh, work of that breath, but you get the vibration, the physical realization of the energy that you're putting forward. So it's, it's uh, extreme in my mind, you know, we're talking about such, such amazing things deep, I guess, for some people, but, um, but I think we are well aware that this stuff is not just deep, it's usable. Like you can start today. It's not something that you have to wait on. Um, Diego has videos on his website. He has uh, chances uh, to, is it on your website or maybe on, on your Facebook? Um, yeah. Videos. The, the Instagram is a good way to just connect, but the, the, I have a bunch of reasons. Yeah. Well, if you go to the website, you'll find his Instagram and that kind of thing as well. And then what do you have um, coming up that people can come see what you do on? Mm -hmm. So I have, I'm creating a ton of content right now. I just, I've just landed in a place where I have tons of resources to just pump out, you know, a bunch of content, a bunch of resources and whatnot. So I am working on filming a bunch of videos. I just recorded five different meditations yesterday. Um, I'm nice. putting those out on my membership program. You know, that's all available on there. Um, I'm going to be doing a EQ liberation course coming this year. So it's basically teaching you how breathing meditation and these deeper yogic practices, these tantric practices can help to increase your emotional intelligence. And we're finding now a day is that emotional intelligence is more valuable than IQ because the emotion creates the reality, right? Mm-hmm. And they say that for every point, if we want to get technical, every point of, of EQ that you increase increases your yearly income of like $1,500, like Holy just by increasing your emotional intelligence. Yeah, just every point, right? Yeah. So what I'm working on is a course for business professionals, yogis, artists, anybody who's interested in elevating their emotional intelligence. These practices are, you know, a decade of very finely tuned and honed practice that's all compiled into a course. So that's coming this year. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be having pop-up classes every week or every you know few weeks on, my, um, on Zoom that will be advertised via Facebook and Instagram. Um, just, you know, introductory to these practices and whatnot. And I also do private work. So anybody who works with me privately really, really gets a lot of benefit. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. So yes, it's been absolutely amazing talking about these subjects with you. Um, With somebody who's actually had the experience and done the work, it really does give you a big insight into what's possible. And so I always recommend, like a lot of people talk about these things esoterically, um, but if you can get somebody who's had an actual experience um, to walk beside you as you develop these techniques, like it is invaluable. It truly is. So I recommend you reach out to Diego um, to see what he's, what, he's, what he's got in his back pocket. I'm very interested in this EQ thing. Please let us know when, um, when it's coming out because I would like to share it with my, my people. <laughs> my people would definitely benefit from this. Um, so let, let us know when that's available. And I really appreciate you meeting with me today and talking about what you do and what you love. Sure. Thank you so much for, for your time and your energy. I appreciate that. Oh, no um, I wanted to ask, you know, maybe if you have the time just to add some more value to your people, if you'd be willing to go through a short practice with me right now, if that's something that oh, you're interested sure. in. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm sure everybody would love that. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. So what I'm about to lead us through is a breathwork meditation combo um, for expanding your heart space, right? And the heart is the key, right? So the heart is the strongest elect or the strongest magnet in your body. It's I think don't quote me on this, but it's about forty thousand times stronger than your brain in terms of magnetism, right? Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna breathe. We're gonna create a clear intention, which is electric, right? And we're going to create an emotion, which is magnetic. And what that does is it literally hacks reality to be able to give you the space to create, right? We're all creators. So opening the heart is really the, the, the key to creation and to love and to abundance. So what I'm about to do is just lead us through a short practice that will help us tap into that. Okay. How does that sound? Fabulous. I'm ready. Okay. So wherever you are, find a place where you can sit. Sit up tall, keep the spine erect, relax the shoulders, the face. And um, we'll take three breaths together just to sync up our energy and contain the space and drop into um, our nervous system, into our bodies. So we're going to breathe in. We're going to sigh out with sound, make some sound because the sound, as you know, the voice triggers the nervous system to relax. So we're going to inhale. Sigh it out. Uh, Inhale. Sigh it out. Uh, And breathe in. And sigh it out. Uh, And just be in your body. Be very present. Do a quick body scan from the crown to the root. Notice how you feel. Maybe you feel certain emotions that are not so pleasant. Maybe you feel emotions that are pleasant. Maybe you feel temperature changes, tingly sensations, feelings of pressure. Just take note of your beautiful body. Start to become aware of your breath. 
feel the cool air enter the nostrils without controlling it and manipulating it. Just be aware of the in-breath and the out-breath. And the in-breath and the out-breath. And notice how the air enters the nostrils. Feel it hitting the back of your throat, cooling the entire mouth and throat. And feel how it's warm as you breathe out. And feel that air traveling deeper back down through the throat to the trachea, to the brachial tubes. And feel that air as you breathe in, travel from the nostrils all the way down the throat, down spreading into the bronchial tubes, like an upside down tree, two upside down trees that make up the air passages that take energy and breath into the lungs. Become very aware of the area from the nostrils to the lungs and feel that divine exchange of energy. Feel how the breath from these brachial tubes and bronchial tubes expand out to the alveoli, which are these grape-like clusters that are actually where the exchange of breath happens between the atmosphere and the body. And feel that process. Feel how natural it is. Feel how you don't have to fight for this breath. You don't have to claw for it. It's literally given to you. The atmosphere literally wants to enter your lungs. It wants to give you life. Feel the space that this entire region of your body occupies. From the nostrils and face, the head, the throat, the lungs, the chest region. Feel that space. And feel how the energy exchange amplifies your awareness of that space, the breath. And feel the space around those body parts, immediately outside. This is us becoming aware of the 99% of what you are, which is energy. Feel the merging of the space of these regions of your body with the space outside those regions. 
and feel how now the energy is coming in from all directions, not just through the nostrils. You are this energy. Feel that incredible sense of liberation. Now becoming aware of your spine, the staff of Brahman is what they call it, right? Staff of creation. Feel this central place from the crown to the root. Feel how this staff of light literally holds you up and keeps you solid, secure. And see if you can bring your attention to the very bottom of that staff, the pelvic floor, the seed of creation. And see if you can bring a gentle engagement to the PC muscles here, pelvic floor muscles, Kegel muscles. And you can gently start to pulse and release and pulse and release very much like a jellyfish gently wading through the water. And feel how these gentle contractions perhaps create a spark of energy in your spine. At the very least, grounding you. And now see if you can sync up your inhale with the engagement and the exhale with the release of the pelvic floor. So squeezing the pelvic floor, inhale, feel the contraction along the entire central channel, the pelvic floor, the core, and the heart squeezing. And then exhale, release, maintaining the awareness of the center. And inhale, repeat, squeezing the pelvic floor, the core, and the muscles around the heart. And exhale, release, still maintaining awareness of the central channel. Squeeze and inhale. And exhale, perceive. One more time like this. Squeeze and inhale. And exhale, perceive the center. And now, bringing our awareness back to the pelvic floor, imagining a ball of light. As you inhale and squeeze, we're going to draw that ball of light all the way to the heart as we breathe in. So inhale, squeeze, squeeze the muscles along the central channel as you see that ball of light come all the way up to the heart. Keep breathing in and visualize that ball of light breathing beyond the heart, beyond the body in all directions. And then exhale that light out in all directions. And then inhale in from all directions back into the core as you squeeze, drawing this ball of light 
all the way back up to the heart. Keep breathing in as this ball of light expands beyond the heart, beyond the body in all directions. Exhale, breathe this light out in all directions. And then inhale, drawing energy in from all directions, back into the core and root. Breathing in, draw that light up as you squeeze the core, draw that light up to the heart as you squeeze the heart. Keep breathing beyond the heart, beyond the body in all directions. And exhale, breathe out in all directions. We'll do this a few more times together. Really focus on visualizing, squeezing gently and channeling the breath in conjunction with that. Breathing beyond the heart, beyond the body. Exhale in all directions. Feel your field expanding, feel your energy raise. Maybe you feel a little bit more hot. Inhale, squeeze the pelvic floor, draw this energy up through the central channel, through the heart, breathing beyond the heart, beyond the body. Let it intensify. Exhale. We'll do two more just like this. Inhale, squeeze the pelvic floor, squeeze the core, squeeze the heart. Breathe beyond the heart, beyond the body. And exhale. And one more just like this. Inhale. Engaging the pelvic floor as you draw that breath into fine energy up. Keep breathing beyond the heart, beyond the body. Exhale. And then our final inhale, we're going to pull this energy up. Take this energy past the heart and breathe this ball of light all the way up to the top of the head, to the crown. And hold your breath here. Take in as much air as you can. Hold your breath, squeeze along the central channel, engaging the pelvic floor, the core, the heart, some muscles in the throat, and the brow center. And just hold your breath and squeeze gently and contain all this energy here. Perceive the ball of light at the top of the head. And then gently pouring this light out of the head like a fountain, we breathe out. Let that light wash over you, cascading around your body nourishing you, replenishing you. Perceive that energy around you. And then come back to your heart space. Feel your heart warm. And feel the vast space in the center of your chest. Perhaps feeling a pressure build here, a pleasant pressure. Feeling an expansiveness here. Feeling a warmth here. Maybe some emotions coming up. Bliss, love, connection, oxytocin, releasing. Helping us bond with ourselves, with our universe. Breathe into that heart. Let that feeling expand far as it feels natural to expand. Breathe into that. And very briefly, bring to mind something you want to create right now. Be something small, like a feeling, something 
like a goal you've been working on. And let this feeling wash over your intention. The feeling of love and enthusiasm for yourself, for your project, for your goal. Let the two combine, mesh together. Feeling the enthusiasm as if this goal was already achieved. We're using the energy of the heart, this pure creative energy to create magic, to bring about immediate transformation. Let that intention, that feeling wash over you for a couple more seconds. Release and surrender that feeling now up to the highest source. We are not the ones who actually create. The energy creates. We just make space for it. Surrender that energy and that intention up. And finally, coming to a place of deep gratitude. Gratitude is the ultimate state of receiving because when you're in gratitude it's impossible to be in fear and anger and survival mode gratitude is the ultimate prayer sit in that gratitude gratitude for your body your beautiful body your beautiful voice your beautiful heart Gratitude for these practices, these technologies is really what they are. Ancient technologies available to us now in this modern day and age. Gratitude for your loved ones. Gratitude for your bright future. And gratitude that anything even exists at all. Thank you. Thank you. And slowly bringing our awareness back to our physical body, feeling our feet solid on the floor, your sits bones if you're sitting on the floor. Feel the solidity in your body. And bringing this energy back home to our bodies. And slowly, when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And just take a quick minute and scan your body and notice how different you feel. The vibration is immediately higher. There's a sense of calm, peace, clarity, focus. This is the energy we use to transform. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. 
so welcome. Yes, yes, I can always tell when when something's moving because I I tend to get either really silent or really explosive. Um, <laughs> but um, thank you so much, Diego. And again, check out the description under the video to have more experiences of breath meditation and Tantra with Diego. And have a good rest of your day. We'll be talking later on. So. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you, Monica. Appreciate you so much for your time and energy, everything you do for the world and for humanity. Um, yeah, call me later. Let's chat. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> Love you, girl. Take care.